0: Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Just Happy To Be Here podcast. It's me, Tanner, and as always, I am just happy to be here. Today is Thursday, June 24th, 2021, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Taylor Jarman Supergoose himself. Taylor, 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 Taylor. What it is, my friend? What it is? How are you?
1: Uh, it's, it's hard, I... Let me put it this way. I way severely underestimated how hard it would be to regularly work out after being married.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Do you resonate the, with that? The, I resonate...
0: I I resonate so, so hard with that, <laughs> which sounds weird to say, but I just like... I, you, you know when somebody says something, you're like, I feel seen, I feel known? <laughs> in that sentence, I get that perfectly. And what the hard thing, so you've been married for about a year, coming up on yep. a year. I've been married for coming up on on four years. I think four years. Maybe five. Anyways, uh, <laughs> which I feel like is very important to know, but I, I it's fine. We've yep. been married for... <laughs> I'm digging myself a hole. But math is hard. <laughs> we were married in 2016. We were married in 2016, at the end of 2016, and it's 2021. Yeah. Oh, man, so this is going to be five years. That's awesome.
1: Five years. Is That's it? a tough one, though. You guys chose Christmas.
0: Yeah, and math is hard. So yeah, it is. I, anyways. But but then you add a, a pandemic on top of this, and there's just no way we're ever going to keep... Uh, our chiseled bodies, and if I'm being honest, I've never had a chiseled body. I've always had an insecure. I've always Shame. had an insecure body, but it's it's just getting to that point where it's like I'm a dad bod without children, and you know, I got a dad bod without the kids.
1: Yep, yep.
0: And I don't know, man. It's hard. So, what are you doing? To um, are you fighting the dad bod? Are you giving in to the dad bod? Are you like? where you at with all of it
1: yeah I think I think um, like mentally I'm still trying to fight the dad bod on on most days but like if I'm being honest my my just like inability my entire life to string together more than like maybe three months at a time of good working out uh, rhythms um, it, it really starts to to, to wear on you even even more than it used to once you get into your, I mean once you get into married life and like late twenties early thirties, um, much more than it did when I was younger, and so mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel like, I feel like I want to fight the dad bod, but that the what's what's the what's the Bible say the 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 spirit is or the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak, I think that yes pretty the, well.
0: it's uh, the the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak, and fried chicken is hard to say no to. I'm pretty sure that's how the verse goes. Because,
1: yeah, because
0: like it's that. all it's all very true.
1: The ancient Near East big I feel fried, fried chicken, chicken fans.
0: Oh man, uh, can't can't say enough good things about fried chicken. Can't say a lot of bad things about the dad bod. But I think there's a lot, like I, it growing older, and we're not old. Like, right. you know, I'll be 30, I'll be 32 in September. Mm-hmm. You just turned 30. Yeah. We are, we're not old, but we're also not young. And there is something difficult, I think, about well, every stage of life. But this one is, your, your body no longer works the way it used to do. And you're now becoming more familiar with that. And for yeah. me, it's, it's hard to let that go. Yes. Um, it's, you know, and, and like today, I went on a two mile run which took me a while to work back up to. And now I'm like, I want to keep going and get getting better at it. But I know that with the rhythms of life, like something is going to come along and something's going to change and I'm not going to keep running or I will get hurt
1: (laughs) from simply,
0: (laughs) from simply, from simply running. And I, I've been having conversations with God and myself in the mirror being like, what do I, what do I do? And how do I accept what what is becoming and embrace it? Because it's like I'm never going to have my 17-year-old body back again. No. Goodness. You know? So yeah. it's And it's a weird thing to say because everybody everybody is different. Everybody looks different. Everybody's bodies are different. But you can really only take care of yours. You actually right. can only take care of your body. <laughs> and so I'm trying to, as, as, uh, as churchy as this is going to sound, but there's a lot of truth in it, like how yeah. do I best steward – what i've been given as a body and if the body is a temple which check mark it is if the body is a temple how am i taking care of that and at the same time how am i enjoying life and at the same time how am i prioritizing my priorities yeah and uh so there's just a there's just a, a lot going on um in the mind, I would say of myself and probably of you as well. And I, I would venture to say the listener as well. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I would say so. I, I would say so.
0: Well, I, and maybe we can just start a dad bod club. Uh, although I'm sure there's <laughs> plenty of them out there. And at the, at the same time, I don't want to join that club. The other, no. right. the other day, <laughs> uh, we, so we were invited to a wedding at a lake house. Beautiful. Mm. there was like 20 people there but it yeah. was there was talk that uh we were gonna they were gonna do the ceremony and then they, we were gonna go out on a boat on the lake mm. and yes. i had i had great anxiety leading up to this because i was like i'm not taking my shirt off and this was the this is the same anxiety that has ran through my entire existence as a oh, human being like i can remember it, and like and like in like fourth grade at the swim party the pool party i was the boy in the t-shirt like I've always been the boy in the t-shirt, my yeah, man. and it's just that's like I am a t-shirt I'm a t-shirt swimmer yeah. I you know and yeah and and if this was a counseling session a lot more would be said but I'm not going to say all that on a <laughs> on a podcast that uh, our friends are listening to well right. maybe I should because they're our friends but at the same time it's just like uh, I, well, first of all it, the the boat the boating didn't happen at the wedding uh, so uh, thanks be to God. But I was like, man, like, and then I, and then I hopped on the internet and I saw something about like, um, like learning to like accept the way that you look and to be proud of it. And I think it's true, but I never rolled my head, my eyes so far in the back of my head before in my life, you know, it's just like, <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah I, gotta, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I got got I got I got I got the sauce body I am not getting in a pool. I am yeah. you know, and it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. so there's I don't know, but how, how can we how can we spin this so it's not just about us, right? like how do we like how do we navigate that as people of faith and also as humans? Like, I just I don't know. and yeah. part of me is just super excited excited for heaven because there's going to be a pool, <laughs> and I'll be like I have I have no shame I'm getting you know, in this pool. Right. No shame. Um, no, like I, 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 am very envious of those who are very comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. Because, because I'm, I don't think I am. Well, actually, I know that I'm not. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Well. And does I'm, that
0: does that does that resonate Does that resonate with you <laughs> at all?
1: It it absolutely does, and and I think. I think that's where I would go back to what you were saying about about stewardship and uh, where and, and Paul does a good job of talking about this. He's he's talking about actually sexual purity in First Corinthians six, but he makes a statement that applies across just like all of bodily stewardship. It's uh, it, it's it's you do not belong to yourselves. You were bought with a great pr- great price so honor god with your body and looking at that as as worship and that's something that i feel like i fail at (laughs) quite a bit um and because i i I end up making it about myself and just wanting to look a certain Mm. way uh but i my my prayer around this area is that is that i would continue to get better at just honoring god with my body uh Eating eating fewer chips ahoy, you know, staying away from the chips ahoy a little bit more, uh, and just seeing it as an act of worship, and while while not you know the the point of it is not to get washboard abs right because that's never going to happen anyway, but uh, the point of it I have, is to I glorify it. the Lord with our bodies, with what we're what we're putting in, with how we're taking care of ourselves, and uh, and and managing that tension between you know not not completely letting ourselves go as, as as to be dishonoring to the Lord with our bodies, but also uh, not not just trying to attain this crazy body image, which also would just be for ourselves in the end and not also, on the other end of the spectrum, not honoring the Lord with our bodies. So it's this weird tension.
0: Yes. Uh, we're going to die anyways and my body's going to be let go at some point. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing before we move on, uh, yeah. although we don't have to move on too fast because what we're going to talk about kind of connects with this, anyways. But uh, <laughs> I can remember in high school, like getting abs was the thing. Was like that was like yeah. that's what all yeah. my guy friends were like. They were like yeah. obsessed with getting abs. And they were like, you know, I did like I did like 200 crunches last night, but like I ate four crunch bars last night. But <laughs> I was never somebody who was like, I want to get abs because I knew as soon as I would get abs I was going to lose them. So yeah, I to this day and honestly will never I will never know what it's like to have a six pack. Yep. But so. I also will never know what it's like to lose a six pack. So,
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, just kind of you kind of got you got
0: to play you got to play your <laughs> play it out there. But yeah, man, there's there's a lot more we can unpack that uh probably off the air. Uh yeah. but I want to talk about that more in the future because I think a lot of people post quarantine and just because everyone breathes at some point it's, this is an issue where it's it's hard for people and i know that we're in one life stage and someone might be entering you know 60 and now you know and wondering and asking those same things and so it's like well how do i honor how do i honor god in this area of my life how do i let go of things in this in this part of my life and how do i yeah. accept what has become faithfully and and it's it's a lot and, and what i keep coming back to Time and time again, and I say it all the time, you know, life is just heavy and hard and it's weird and we're all just doing our best and, but sometimes I, I need an Oreo and I need three more. So that's, that's that. Taylor, today is, today's June 24th, 2021, Mm -hmm. and we're entering my, what has become, what used to be my favorite part of the podcast and now has slowly become my least favorite part of the podcast is, (laughs) is, <laughs> which it is what it is, yeah. but it's the national national day, right? What, what's today's national day? And yeah, there's two yeah, things yeah. today. It's National Pralines Day. Mm. Uh, so, obviously, pralines, they honor a confection made from nuts, whether in whole pieces or ground in sugar syrup. Pralines may also offer, refer to any chocolate cooking containing the ground powder of nuts. Taylor, wow. let me ask you a question. Yeah. Does this actually need to be a national day? Yes or no? Uh,
1: that's a that would be a negative there, Tanner.
0: That would be a very very hard no. Today is also National Parchment Day. So, Parchment. pretty exciting stuff, huh? Whew. Parchment hard, Day, hard hitting. Uh, very 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 hard hitting day. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so I did some I did some some digging because clearly digging needed to take place for this. Absolutely. Pa- 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 uh, I believe it's Pamper Chef founded National Parchment Day in 2016. And if you don't know what parchment is, let me just tell you a little bit about it because that's what you come to this podcast for.
1: The Pamper Chef. It
0: enhances, yeah, Paper Chef. Maybe it says paper. Pamper Chef, but I'm pretty sure it's pa- Paper Chef. Uh, yeah. Anyways,
1: this, paper, what, paper what parchment pamper. does
0: it, it, yeah, Peter Piper Paper paper. Yeah, yeah. It enhances natural flavors without synthetic sprays and high fat oils. Culinary parchment also simplifies preparation and cleanup and is much healthier and environmentally friendlier alternative to traditional cooking techniques. Now, the French. The French have cooked with parchment for centuries, perfecting taste and texture in every dish. It has long served as the secret to preparing wholesome, healthy meals. Taylor, yesterday. Yeah. We cooked. We cooked with parchment paper, in honor really? and in celebration of. We did. We did. Uh, what is? And by we, it? I mean, it's just paper. It's like wax-like paper. Um, or what? someone might be shouting at as they listen to be like, "That's not it at all." Uh, <laughs> if you if you go when you go to the store next and you're like and you reach for the foil, maybe you don't reach for the foil. Maybe you reach for something called parchment it 's great, you can do you sure. can use it for like we cook meatballs on parchment paper because okay. what it does, Taylor really what it does here uh, and and we have uh, we really need to move on because this is terribly boring <laughs> it enhances the natural flavors in and, and when cooking as and you and I both know this about cooking, what you want to do is you want to get the maximum amount of flavors from what you 're cooking, yeah, uh, yeah, and so when you 're cooking, what you want to do is you want to use parchment and of we course. only say that because today 's national Parchment Day, Taylor. We have mm. to move on because that was <laughs> when, I, when I when I when I looked up like okay what's what Nash what's what's what are we celebrating on June twenty fourth yeah, yeah This is what we got. Like this is what we're celebrating. Like we couldn't have added something different. Like no anything other than these two things. And there's nothing against pralines. Nothing against parchment. But like this isn't a grocery list. This is things that people are celebrating on the National Day, right? <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> Uh, moving on to (laughs) moving on to what has become my favorite part of the podcast nice Taylor and I should say this after last episode uh, which I enjoyed episode 57 we'll go down in history as our only episode 57 uh, you and I were talking we're like you know I I feel like when we talk about more serious things is when we can do or at least when I feel like we're clicking the best as a podcast duo. Yeah, yeah. But also when I feel like I'm, I'm offering something helpful mm. and hopeful and honest. And I think, yeah, yeah. and you, we, we, we talked about that too. And this section of like, what did you recently read uh, has become a new favorite because mm. I, you and I were, were not just reading comic books. Uh, actually, <laughs> I've never read a comic book. Are you, were you a comic book guy?
1: Um, I was guy? never allowed to read them. I had one Superman comic book that I hid from my parents, uh and then they threw it away when they found it so
0: oh, so it wasn't Bible man.
1: It was not Bible Man, though I did have plenty of those v h s tapes.
0: Oh, didn't we all actually, I didn't, <laughs> but we definitely watched them at the school that I went to anyways uh <laughs> Taylor, what have you what have you been reading? recently.
1: Yeah, so uh, every Monday, I am really, really thankful to the Lord for this guy, but I, I meet with one of our lay elders at my church. Um, he uh, His name is Pastor Rich, and uh, Rich might be listening to this. If you are, Rich, thank you for listening, uh, and thank you for going through uh, this devotional with me, and, and so we, we tackle this once a week on Monday mornings. Uh, We go through a devotional called New Morning Mercies, and it's by a guy named Paul David Tripp, uh, incredible uh, theological teacher, and uh, obviously really good at breaking down biblical concepts and and making them just accessible in the way he teaches through uh, things like this, uh, this devotional. And he also has just the best mustache of anyone I've ever seen Teach the Bible before, so just. Oh, just, I just I just
0: Googled him. It yeah. is a fantastic mustache.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get it, uh, and and hopefully the listener uh, does a similar thing. But it's it's a mustache. It's a it's an amazing mustache. It's a mustache you can trust. Um, but uh, <laughs> so basically, uh, yesterday uh, this actually comes from the.
0: Hold G20. on a second. Hold on a second. You okay. just said it's a it's a mustache you can trust.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: I don't know if that's on a t-shirt anywhere but
1: that's
0: <laughs> I just needed to pause so anyways it,
1: it needs to be, uh, Paul David trip the mustache you can trust um, <laughs> 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 oh man if we ever get uh, if we ever get uh, listener fan art if anybody's out there you already know what to do your mind's creative enough I don't even have to say it Um... <sighs> But uh, basically, from yesterday's reading, June twenty third, uh, Paul David Tripp he is he breaks down portions of Psalm seventy three, uh, which is the uh, in this case the psalmist Asaph or Asaph or I'm probably not saying it close enough to the Hebrew either way. But he is in a state of mourning right now, and, and he's he's going through he's kind of recounting uh, ways that. Uh, Ways that he feels jealous of, um, jealous of uh, people he sees not uh, even following God. And, and he is comparing himself to them. And he, he sees them and he, he, he's like, they, they seem successful. They seem like nothing ever causes them to stumble. Everything just goes fine. And here I am, God. And he kind of turns it towards God and I'm doing... All this, this, and this, and you can't bless me, basically, is, the, is kind of the gist of Psalm 73. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Paul David Tripp has this to say about that. And he says, uh, Asaph is mourning, all right, but it's all the wrong kind of mourning. He's filled with mm-hmm. grief, but it is dangerous, angry, and accusatory grief. I've been there. I've felt Asaph's feelings. I've said similar words. In a fallen world, you have reasons to grieve. You should mourn your struggle with sin. You should mourn the sorry, broken condition of the fallen world that is your home address. You should mourn corruption, injustice, poverty, pollution, and disease. It is right to mourn these things, but you had better guard your mourning. Your mourning is never neutral. You're either mourning with God, who weeps for the condition of the world he made, or you're mourning against God, Questioning is goodness, wisdom, and love. Um, and I really, really identify and, and resonate with what Paul David Tripp is uh, is saying here. Because uh, I, I remember, and Tanner, we've talked about this in, in maybe distant past episodes, maybe early, early written-to-speak podcast days. Um, but mm. uh, throwback. really, the throwback, it is Thursday for us, for us, not for anyone else. But um <laughs> Uh, I, I, re- I remember wrestling in this way uh, and specifically around the area of singleness um, and, and for a number of years and I can think of uh, between 2016 and 2018 in particular relatively recently uh, really struggling with feeling like God was just withholding things from me and really beginning to direct my grief towards him uh, and it wasn't until uh, learning that uh, the the condition of the fallen world, uh, the sin broken world around me uh, it does not reflect how God sees me. It does not reflect uh, God's love towards me uh, this is this mm-hmm. is not a reflection of uh, God's anger uh, but Instead, this, this is the product of a broken, fallen world, and uh, God, fortunately, promises through His Word that He is going to make all things new, and that He is also the very present hope that we have in the midst of this brokenness, and and so I, I really identify with this struggle, and in in in, in, in some visceral ways, um, but uh, but. The prayer here and I, I, I love that I love that God's word doesn't shy away from showing some of the writers uh, even sinful tendencies uh, a lot of the time mm-hmm. and you can see that in Asaph where he's really struggling and uh, and then what's cool is in the very next psalm is uh, in Psalm 74 is he kicks it back to praise of God and he reminds his heart of where his hope mm. is found and uh, and so it's, it's really beautiful because you get to see uh, a very real uh, person struggling through this, writing through this, uh, through very real pain, grief, and struggle. Uh, and then uh, coming to a place where he's able to get to the point where he's like, well, but my hope is in God. My I, my hope is still in the Lord. Uh, and that, hopefully, is how we can swing our grief based on how God is working, out, uh, working things out in our hearts.
0: Mm-hmm. I am... First of all, thanks for bringing this forward because I really enjoy this. And uh, it kind of puts our bet ba- our, our dad bod conversation into perspective a little bit. Uh, <laughs> a little what, bit. <laughs> uh, but when we talk about like grief and mourning, I think that, that last part of the quote, and I'll read it again. It says, yeah. or he writes, your mourning is never neutral. You mm-hmm. are either mourning with God who weeps for the condition of the world he made or you are mourning against God, questioning His goodness, wisdom, and love, and that's a powerful, let think a powerful, powerful statement for sure. Mm, yeah. But so it's almost as if like when we mourn or when we enter a season of grief, there's there's humility in it, and there's also trusting in it, and there's a lot of questioning. I think too, like, um, is is what I am mourning over? Is this with God? Or is this against God? And I think I think God, you know, certainly meets us in both of those, and at all times and in all ways, He meets us in that. In, in but sometimes it's like, well, what what kind of grief is this? In, and I don't know if there's a thing is there's such a thing as a selfish grief, or yeah. if there is if 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 some grief is in some ways a gift. I don't know. I have to think. I think more about that, but. I think grieving in itself is not a selfish thing to do. I think it's actually very healthy. And I think it's in that God invites us to do with him Uh, because we live like we talked about earlier. We were talking about dad bods. We live in a broken world, (laughs) right? Like things aren't like things aren't perfect here. And they're not, again, like it's, it's not easy to be on this earth and there is going to be moments where we need to grieve And the cool thing or the beautiful thing is that God, invites us to do that with him like grieving is not something we do apart from God grieving is something we do next to God Um,
1: yeah yeah absolutely that's good yeah and I'm I'm so thankful for again that devotional from Paul David Tripp I'm thankful for uh, Asaph's perspective that God would include Asaph's perspective in Psalm 73 Um, just really really wrestling through that grief and uh and then, just the reminder that God is absolutely sovereignly in control, um, can can be a sweet, soothing comfort as well mm-hmm. in the midst of our grief. Knowing exactly what you said that that in a way this is a, this is a gift, uh, growing us and reminding us uh, that uh, there is one source of, of ultimate satisfaction and, and, and comfort and uh, but that it would point us there. It is, is amazing.
0: And even David, you know, that his famous question, like how long O Lord, how mm-hmm. long, yeah. right? Like there's like it, even within that, it's like, there's, there's, there's grief. There's, uh, there's trust. Like, cause he's bringing that question before God And there's, there's, you know, there's obviously a little bit of mourning, a little bit of anxiety, but there's also like a little bit of hope, hopefulness too. Right. And I think, uh, in our grief, at least something maybe I'm learning is when we grieve to grieve with hands open, waiting to accept what God has for us in it. Mm. Right. And so it's not a closed, it's not a closed fist posture, but it's a, an open palm posture. Easier said than done. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yes. and as yes. as somebody who has known, I would say, com, you know, compared to others, which is you know, you, there's no need to compare stories or compare, I've grieved right. this much or this has happened to me. But I would say that I've grieved relatively little in my life, and that's something to be to celebrate. But also, I know that at some point, something big is going to change. and is yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So maybe and I it's would just, good that we talk about it now.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I I think to just kind of cap it is is for the believer where i go back to is romans 8 which is uh remember that all things work together for the good of those who love god and are called according to his purpose Mm -hmm. all things yeah uh and that that Mm -hmm. passage is about the sovereignty of god he's able to guarantee that all things will
0: Something I enjoy that you do on this podcast, Taylor, is time and time again, you bring up the sovereignty of God, and that's something that I, uh, maybe this is a time of confession, I think I often overlook that. Mm. I know it. Yeah. But I often, and I think that word just sovereignty is something that it is worth holding on to. Yeah. Anyways, um, before we get out of here, I want to sh- I want share what I read
1: this yeah. week. Well, uh, what, did, what did you... What you...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, I feel like you want to ask me a question.
1: Uh, Tanner, I would like to ask you a question. Uh, what have you been reading recently?
0: I don't want to brag, but I've been reading a book. Um, hey. It's called The Liturgy of Ordinary by Tish Harrison Warren. And we'll have links to both of the books in the show notes below. But yeah. uh, I... I've been thinking a lot about the word ordinary recently. I've been trying to add another chapter to my upcoming book, which is not like a a chapter book, but I wanted to add a section and just kind of talk about ordinary and insignificant insignificance and how like ordinary isn't insignificant, but ordinary is very significant. And Mm I wanted to kind of study up on just other people who have written about the topic. And so I picked up this book and, um, if you google the Google the liturgy of ordinary the you'll probably recognize the cover. It's like a lime green with an open peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the front of it, uh, which is great uh, because it makes me want to eat all of the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, <laughs> which I love. Like it's one of those things where when I talk about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'm like, okay, I have approximately 24 hours until I have to have one. But anyways, I just started the book, um, and it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful so far. Uh, but she has this quote, and, and it says this. Um, well, actually, to preface the quote, the yeah. book is all about living ordinary, like day by day, side by side with God, and in celebrating that. Like not needing the the, the grand, you know, exciting, every day is a movie kind of life, um, but also just to take the little things and to enjoy them. Things like waking up, things like making the bed, things like walking, you know, these, these small little things that you get to do throughout the day and to really focus on them and to spend time with God while you go about your, your day. So she has this quote and it says this, if I spend my whole life being transformed by the good news of Jesus, I must learn how grand sweeping truths, doctrine, theology, ecclesiology, Christology, rub against the texture of an average day how I spend this ordinary day in Christ is how I will spend my Christian life. And I like that that last part, right? Like how I spend this ordinary day in Christ is how I will spend my Christian life. And sometimes I yeah. get so caught up in the big picture and the, the narrative or the story of my life as a whole and I forget about today. I'm yeah. always looking ahead. That's good. And so finding, and I, and I write about this often, um, on the internet, like in all of my, my poetry, a lot of it is about slowing down, like walking a little slower, you know, and just spending today. Cause I'm, I, I'm, I'm good at a lot of things that I don't want to be good at, right? Like I'm good (laughs) at eating two extra Oreos. (laughs) Like I'm good at not going, I'm not exercising. (laughs) I'm good at, I'm really good at being insecure about the way that I look. And I'm also really good at thinking about tomorrow and not being with today. And Mm -hmm. uh, there was something that she wrote in the book, and I don't remember the direct quote because I'm not somebody who remembers things that are important (laughs) like that. But she said, she said, she said like, you know, essentially God has named today.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And if something has a name, Taylor, that means it's important and significant. So I'm going to try to spend all 24 hours of today in today and not yeah. in tomorrow. And it gets, it's it in those verses about, you know, not worrying about tomorrow. Um, you know, today's the only today that we have.
1: Yeah. So I don't know,
0: it do It's helped me think through just the day by day stuff and yeah. being, being present with today and being present with the Lord and kind of going back to that word sovereignty and, you know, just even stewardship and taking care of what God is. What God has given you and what yeah. He has given us right now is today. He's given yeah. us June 24th, 2021. And I want to enjoy all of it. Um, so no, I've been thinking about that. Yeah. Think about that a lot.
1: That's really good. And I, I, I do really like that last line. You used the last line of mine, I'll use the last line of yours. Um, how I spend this ordinary day in Christ is how I will spend my Christian life. And just thinking about, I mean, my mind immediately goes to kind of the, the slow kind of that, that day-to-day burn of, uh, of sanctification and what that looks mm-hmm. like. And, and, and sometimes that can be a really daunting thing where, you know, sanctification, the act of me looking more like Christ, how does... wow? wow. How does that happen? And yep. it's, it's one day at a time. It's, it's, it is being obedient to the word of God. It's, it's growing in uh, listening to the conviction of the Holy Spirit and allowing him to grow fruit in us, Galatians 5, over time. It's, it's, uh, it's not sexy. It's not flashy. But it is that day-to-day just discipline and monotony being miraculous.
0: I, I haven't read the book by Eugene Peterson, but he has a book titled A Long Obedience in the Same Direction, mm-hmm. and I feel like this would align with that book, even though I haven't read it yet. So maybe that's that's the next thing that I'll read. Mm, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Yeah, it's the day-by-day. Day. So yeah. I guess... I guess Taylor here's to slowing down, and to recognizing God's sovereignty, and to caring a little bit less about how we look, but caring a little bit more about how we're taking care of our bodies. I don't know.
1: Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, good, man.
0: Taylor, this has been fun. I, I love, I love talking with you. I love hearing what you read. Uh, what you've been reading. I apologize if there's any background noise on this episode i'm in a house full of family members and um so if there's noise there's noise it is what it is anyways taylor hey <laughs> i am certainly just happy to be here talking with you doing this podcast uh, for those who are listening, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You can share the podcast around. We would be honored if you would do that. And if you have any questions or anything that you want us to talk about, or maybe you have something that you would like for us to read and discuss, send us an email to written to speak at gmail.com. We check that email. Actually, Taylor doesn't. I check that email. It's my email address. <laughs> um, but we appreciate you all listening to the podcast. Uh, I've, been, I've been... Honestly, man, I've been thinking about a lot, a lot about the podcast recently. And... I just, it's the thing that I look forward to most every week. Um, First of all, because I miss you, but second of all, because it it helps me to slow down and to listen and to be present in the conversation. Mm. And I need that. So, hey, man, I'm just happy to be here. Anything else?
1: I'm just happy to be here.
0: Mm. Well, on that note, Taylor, I'll talk with you next week, my friend.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Great talking to you.